Hey y'all, it's Quish, M-O-B, and KK, and we are Woo Chow, the podcast. How do you say Woo Chile? You said what? Woo Chile. Woo Chile? Like W-H-E-W Chile. It's Woo Chow, the podcast. All you scared to death Negroes. Hey y'all, it's Quish, M.O.B. And the doll. K.K. And we are Woo Chow. The podcast. What's poppin'? Hey y'all. What's up, sis? Um, haven't seen you in a month. It's been a while. You showed your slip. Showed my slip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, man. I, I hate that every time we come back on, we're like, hey yeah, sorry for the delay or sorry They're for like, the you know, ghosting us. Like we ghost our own selves. Listen, um Speaking of ghosting, bitch, insecure. Insecure has been giving that shit giving up. that shit up. You know, I didn't watch it. I caught up on it uh, this week. And ooh, when I tell you sitting and binging that show. I think now I'm going to do that. Because my sister said that she likes to save, like, they have, like, four episodes on deck. Ooh. So she can watch my thing. Back to back to back. I mean, because like, you know what? I, I got the hookup with the cable so i can watch it live but i also have the option of watching it and binging it you know i think that all the episodes are on there i just to choose not to watch them until like the season's over but i caught up on that but we'll get to insecure anyway but what's up how are you covid19 came and fucked the whole shit up came and squashed the buildings like snoop like oh, 2020 has been wild 2020 we haven't recorded a podcast in tw- this is our first this podcast is- in 2020, that's, six months ago, we recorded the last podcast. That's ghetto. I mean, we can't blame it all on COVID, man. <laughs> COVID, like, now, wait a minute, bitch. We ain't coming till March. What was y'all hoes doing them first three months? That's ghetto. No, we, we actually did record. We have a, like, a... Um, we episode. actually do have a throwback. We have an episode, episode with Miss Good Shakira Good Cookie. We do? Why the fuck? Woo Child, the trauma. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good, too. I listen to it. Really? Yeah. We can put that out, like... Um, a teaser or something. Yeah. That was a really good episode. Really good episode. episode. And it's crazy we talk shit. about, like, um, like... What's their, going on now? Basically, therapy trauma. and all that and trauma. Right. Shout out to Shakir. Shout out to Shakir. What's good, Miss Good Cookie? Um, yeah, man. COVID-19, it really came in, like... I know the beginning stages of, of COVID had me fucked up. I mean, I guess we didn't know what it was. Like, I think life... I I don't remember life before March 13th. Facts. It was like, like with what we've been living in in these last few months has been some shit off of an HBO special. Off of a fucking movie. Like, I don't know... We, we, who knew back then that we would not see each other for months? No, yo... And, like, not because we didn't want to, because we couldn't. Because we couldn't. Like, I cared about your safety. I know you cared. You know what I mean? Like, it was vice versa. But for me, I know that, like, the beginning of it, I was straight. But then I think I started, like, the the mind is so powerful. 
And fear will weaken the immune system quicker than any disease ever would. So I know for me is I started putting fear onto me. Like I was watching movies that like pertain to viruses. I was watching the news. I was reading everything, every update. And the news is so manipulating. So like they're manipulating. They want to produce fear. So for me, I know that I was just like, I was really messed up the first few months. I was messed up the first two months. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. Like mentally, physically, I didn't feel like myself. Like I went from like working out every day, well, majority of the time. I'm just like living a a day-to-day life, like how I chose to being in the house confined to my own space. It's so weird because like this all happened around the time of my birthday. I know. So I just had a plan to just start a new life. After Your 30th birthday at that. Yeah, I was going to get my shit together. You hear me? I done cut everybody off. These niggas I was talking to, they didn't mean me. Well, I cut everybody mm-hmm. off the week before my birthday. Because you entered a new chapter. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm not bringing this into 30. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? All of this other extra bullshit with you, I ain't doing it. So I had like... I thought I made changes. I cleaned my refrigerator out. Yo, that's like a big thing. I cleaned my fridge out too. I cleaned it out. I said, you know what? These fucking Oreos gotta go. Why you got Oreos in the fridge? Is that like, does it make them better? Yeah, you don't like cold Oreos? I don't eat snacks. Like, I, you see what I offered you today. You know what? You're right. I offered you a granola oh, bar. Bitch, you're showing your slit. <laughs> the Oreos were in the refrigerator. No, but I just was like, I'm just gonna clean everything up so... But, but you can only do that but so much while being in quarantine. Like, you can only deep clean your house but so many times. But the thing is, when, when it first happened, we didn't know we were going into quarantine. It was supposed to be two weeks, remember? Right, yeah. So we all think at April 1st, we're going to be back the fuck outside. Mm-hmm. And then when it was like another fucking month, and it's just like, oh shit. It's six months. Well, it's three months in now. And then, like, going to the market had changed. Yes. Like, going to the market is, was, like, my therapeutic space. I, go some, I would go Saturday night sometimes or, like, early Sunday morning and you taking your time and shit. You go from having to line up and, like, bread lines, great depression lines that wrap around the supermarket. You're getting counted going there. You have to wear a fucking mask. You, and then it was, like, this weird phenomenon, like, where you go out and then you come back in and then you feel like you got the shit, right? Yes. You're like, what the fuck was that? You call, like, well, not me, Lord. <laughs> I was in the house, like, second-guessing my own call. <laughs> I stopped smoking weed for a little bit because I was like, you know, when you smoke weed, you cough. No, dog. I stopped on the hookah because I was in here blowing it down on the hookah. Then I'm like, mentally, I'm like, my chest is getting tight. Like, KK, when I tell you I was developing symptoms that I did not even have, like, I had asthma. Listen. (laughs) I ain't never have asthma ever. I stopped smoking weed and I started buying edibles, right? Mm -hmm. I started buying gingerbread edibles. I bet you crazy. And bitch... I stopped fucking with edibles and started smoking weed again because I had got a really strong edible. And I'm sitting there having you high. I ate two of them gingerbread. Bitch, I thought I needed Narcan. KK said two, but she was holding up three fingers. Uh, well, it might have been three fucking cookies, bitch. <laughs> listen, listen. The souls don't lie. Girl, when I say I got high for two days off of these fucking cookies, I thought I was going to call and tell on myself. Dog, I don't fuck with edibles. I ate an edible. I have two experiences with the edible. So I, the, the first year I made it in America, Jay-Z was here. So me and my friends, my cousin Ivana, she came from New York. She's a model. It was me, her, and my friend Edwin. He's a grown-ass man. So Ivana gave us a Jolly Rancher edible. She didn't say suck on it and put it back like she was doing. I've never took an edible. So I ate it, sucked on it for two seconds, and then chomped it down. Did you that shit up? KK, so... 20 minutes in, I'm like, I am grooving. I was chilling. We went to, we got to Made in America. I'm still chilling. 
an hour later, I was like, take me home. That's how you Me and Edwin was sitting under a fucking tree with 10, you know, the first year was probably like the craziest year with like 10,000 people just walking by you. I was so stuck. And I was like literally wanting to cry. Bitch, I fell off my bed. I thought I fell off the top of the fuck. <laughs> bitch, I put out. Like, I thought I fell off a city hall, bitch. I swear it took me 15 minutes to hit the ground. That is so, yeah, edibles is wild. I was drinking milk, made myself sick because the milk was old. And milk is gross. Because I heard that you supposed to drink yeah, milk but to get unhyped. I never, I didn't even do any research on that. I, I highly thought that that's bitch, true. I threw up, tried to take a shower, you like a cold water shower, girl slipped in the tub. It was just too much. No, I was actually high for hours though when I um I ate the edible. I don't fuck with edibles. I really don't care to get high. Like I, the crazy thing is I love the way weed smells when it burns. I don't like when it smells on people, but when it's in the air, I really like to smell like, damn, that smell like some bomb ass weed. Niggas be like, when do you smoke quiche? But I can tell you, when I did smoke, I didn't smoke no fucking dirt. I was smoking that fucking gas. Well, I've been smoking some um, quality mead. Nah, stop smoking. My one boy, um, Trent, he, uh, you might know him, Tech. He uh, sell uh, edibles. He probably, that's probably where you got your edibles from, Maha Edibles. No, I have gotten some from him. He's a, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. West Philly Connect. Shout out to my boy Tech. Tech, stay with the edibles. But uh, them just have you high for hours. But yeah, back to COVID. Yeah, so my first two months, I was really stressed. I couldn't even make your 30th birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy 30th birthday at that. But I couldn't make your birthday. I was like, it was just new. I didn't know and I didn't want to come there. And it was just... literally the week it was announced. Right. Like the day before. And. A lot of people ain't come because of that shit. Everybody was like, "Show some shit outside." The crazy thing is, we could have really prevented this as a um, as a. Well, because they knew about the shit in November. Mm-hmm. People started buying masks and shit up in November. But we, America, Trump, your president, sent masks over to China. Because he thought that it was sweet. That it wasn't going to come here. And at that moment, when we knew that there was a virus and it was spreading and they didn't know how it spread, we should have definitely closed our borders. Right. And then, honestly, it came from people that were traveling everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, honestly, we're going to point the finger at somebody. It came from white people that was traveling through Facts. Europe and Asia. It also was like, I just feel like he dropped the ball, which what else will we expect? He, he's not qualified to be a president. Well, he had the tea on the COVID shit since November. And he, the, the, the um, prime minister of China lied and said that it wasn't that deep. Mm-hmm. But he was hiding the fact that people were fucking dying in drones over there. So do you think that COVID was uh, man-made or was manipulated in the lab? I have no idea. So, you know, I, I got a little... Where COVID. the fuck COVID at now? So I got... I, I, so, like, I hate to be devil's advocate, but I, like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I like to have a balance of like what I'm taking in, what I'm ingesting. So I watched this video on YouTube with this lady. She was a scientist and she was like, as scientists, we're just there for the science. Like we love the science. She's like, but I started realizing that the government wants you to manipulate the science to their backing. So basically she's talking about how she said Ebola. She was like, Ebola was spread through animals. She's like, it was never it was never able to be spread from animal to human. It was only a, a animal disease and they weren't dying from it. She's like, in the lab, they manipulated Ebola to be able to be spread from human to human. So basically, she was saying the coronavirus has been around for a while. For a while. That's, yeah. If you ever read the back of a Lysol container, it says kills corona. It's right. been a while for the same thing with Ebola. Ebola. When all that happened in like 2014, Ebola is not a new thing. Right. 
It's been in Africa for fucking centuries. But so scientists manipulate it because they want to see how it will be spread. So she explained how they manipulated Ebola to be able to spread from human to human. So she was saying they did the same thing with COVID. She didn't say like it was one guy in a lab. It was like a whole team. We had um, scientists here that were um, in. They went to China. What was the um, the epicenter of uh, COVID? What was it called? You don't know. Uh, what it, it it was it's in China though. Yeah. Where the H Han something. Wherever the Epic Center was, they had scientists that they sent from here to there. Basically, basically what she said is they manipulated it into being a disease that was able to be contracted between from animal to human. So no real one person sat down, ate bat soup, and then it spread that way. No, they said it came from bat soup. KK, yes, they said it came from bat suit. I didn't know where it came from, but I didn't know about No, they said it came bad. from bat suit. So they, allegedly they said it, it, they came from bat suit. Coronavirus is in bats, but it didn't come from a man eating bats. They said you they like, always try and blame something black on somebody. Bats is black. So <laughs> the fuck? I did not know people were saying that it came from bats. KK, yes, that was like, you can research that. Bitch, that's So yeah, anything. so basically all that. So I say all that to say I was just in here like over researching. I was wearing myself the fuck then. I didn't have anything else to do. I was kind of afraid to go outside. I didn't want to be around people. Like I was like weary of being around people that I trusted. Like I don't know, bitch, because I don't know who you've been around and then you don't know who they've been around. So like I was weary of being around my friends and I wanted to do the right thing. I wanted to make sure that like I was safe and then they were safe. And then, you know, then we can, like, you know, broaden our circle. So I wasn't even around, like, no friends. Like, legit was just chilling. I took it very seriously after that first week. Because after all of that, my birth, like, I celebrated my birthday three days yeah, before my actual birthday. I was on March March 15th. And that was, like, that next day, that's when they announced the social distance. And that's when they started shutting shit down. So my mom actually came over to move in with my grandma Mm -hmm. to be there during the pandemic. Right. So my mom packed her shit up and she went, she left her house and went to my grandma's house or whatever. So my mom was at my grandma's house for like two and a half months. Mm -hmm. My mom just went home like two weeks ago. But get the fuck. Because my grandma was in the hospital before. Remember I was posted video. So she had just came home from the hospital March 13th. So it was just, it was just like everything happened at once and then like you know, I got my grandma 93 and she has like grandkids. She has kids that come and visit her. So that had to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And that was weird. But the too. young boys was out. It was weird because it was like, damn, like no seeing grandma no more. Like, you know what I mean? Like people literally was like to talking to her through the like um, the intercom, the intercom downstairs. Like, and it was like, it's been like that for like three months. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. I wasn't really mad at quarantine life at first. Cause right, because, like, like, a bitch quarantined in real life. Okay, I can stay home and watch Mari and smoke weed with no guilt. Introverts. Been yeah. Introvert. So, so, like, that was, like, it. our best thing. And until it started kind of fucking with you, where you just, like, okay, I'm waking up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to sleep at 5 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm in here doing dumb shit. And we not like, getting enough sun because we ain't going to fuck outside. And then we're getting outside, we weren't getting enough oxygen because we had them dumbass masks on. It was crazy. So, how have you adjusted to quarantine life now? Like, we're now three, almost four months in. Um, Besides everything that's going on now, we'll get to the current Like, event. the last two weeks, I've, like, 
slowly been seeing some of my friends mm-hmm. i literally haven't seen anybody since my birthday yeah because we were trying to figure out how we can record, record an episode it was a mess y'all zoom was the fuck ghetto it was very ghetto we tried to we definitely tried but you know i started seeing like i was talking to people and then i'm i'm glad i had facetime right because i feel like without facetime i probably would have went the fuck crazy mm-hmm. so i was still seeing people but i wasn't it's a no difference physical. when you feel people you right. know so like like maybe two weeks ago was the first time I seen Tasha mm-hmm. since March fifteenth. Wow. So I I saw her. She drove past my house and dropped off some banana pudding, and <laughs> she was like, "You want to go to Target?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Yo, it felt like we was going to Copas. Like you know what I'm saying? Yo, when I tell you I done, I'm Target the fuck out. Do I? We done been to every fucking Target. I've been at Target on Caster, Target in South, Target. Art museum house, target? The art museum. Yeah, I've been to that one. That shit is trash. It's a mess. It's trash. It's like an express target. Keep that shit for the white people. It's an airport target. I uh it's definitely an airport target. I've been to Target, like that was like the highlight of my day. When I tell you spending money, like I thought that staying in I was gonna save money, but I I just was out. Oh no, it's the opposite for me. I was on Amazon buying dumb shit, buying incense holders. But have you noticed in the grocery store there's no sales? None. Shop right and fresh grocery. You know you can always get some ten. One 10. week, one week. You I haven't get seen something. a sale yet. Water just went back to being three for ten dollars. No, bitch. Sometimes. I just bought some uh, Poland spring water today. That shit was four ninety nine. Yeah, it's been four ninety nine consistently. But it, like, I'm not. It wasn't sales on anything, and then it was like being meat shortages. It's crazy because like these, the big picture people higher up expect people to have. months of money money months of money saved like six months worth of money saved when these big ass corporations didn't even fold it after two weeks of being closed nordstrom no neiman marcus uh yes the the fucking movie theaters they are trying to open they were trying to open now how how what movies are coming out first off first of all what uh, what other stores closed like big stores were closing and then you see all those sorry ass big ass companies trying to get that small business loan and okay fucking shake 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 shack Ruth chris Ruth chris cheesecake factory bye cheesecake factory said we ain't paying no more rent bitch oh yeah they weren't they led the rent revolution so what's crazy is another thing is like so in my building it's me it's three other people that live here i live in like a triplex so like my me and my neighbors we were talking i'm like look is y'all paying rent so you know my hype ass paid my motherfucking rent yeah because i just was like on some shit like you got it pay it right and that's how i was doing why nobody else pay their rent? You wish <laughs> When I tell you, I was pissed because I'm for the revolution. But, like, my landlords and them were on some shit. Like, if y'all don't pay y'all rent, y'all gonna get evicted. And we're like, bro, where and how? Right, because there's nothing open. And to- what, like, what type of shit are you on? Like, so, and then I talked to other friends who were there, like, look, I ain't pay rent this month. But then I spoke to my landlord. They're like, look, we'll take your last month and apply it to this month. And then when you are able to generate some income, we'll just, whatever month that you didn't pay, we'll just tackle on that per month, which is what any landlord should do. My landlords were in here because I was talking to my neighbors. They were like, we're about to file for paperwork for eviction. You and a hundred other people. They're, you're not getting anywhere. You're not getting First no points either. You can't file for, this is the thing. All the courts have been closed for months. Bitch, it's so only. So how are you going to file? Where? You can't even call the cops on me. You can't even call the cops because the cops weren't coming. Because my my brother, he, my brother works at Section 8. And he was telling me, he was like, uh, yeah, they can't evict nobody right now. Mm -mm. 
You can't even get the fucking paperwork because the court is not open and there's a number. But you why would you want to? It's not that deep, bro. This just shows you how capitalistic our society is and people really did not give a fuck. It's crazy. And then they gave us a $1,200 check like that was supposed to keep us sustained. Because they, and then that was like trying to give us hope. Like, we're going to give you 1200 because you're going to be out of work for a month. It's now three, almost four months in. That's $1,200. My rent is... is Listen, that's $1,200. First of all, I didn't even get this shit in March when everybody else did. Me, I didn't get mine until the end of April. Yes, I got mine late, too. And by the time I got it, this shit was spit. Because <laughs> I had all... Like, when I get my stem, I'm going to break you all. Very fast. So, I'm, I had all half of it out by the time it got fast. here. So, it was just... It came in, it came in time, but... It just was crazy. Like, quarantine life... And it's kind of weird now that, like, the the um, stay-at-home order has been lifted. Mm-hmm. And we supposed to go back to normal. I went to the supermarket today, and they were not social distancing in there. Girl, you went to the hood. They don't never social, social distance at. I ain't going to hold Fresh you. Fresh Not at Fresh Bursa. They really haven't. But at the Parkside yeah. uh, shop, right, they don't play that shit. Right. It's people that walk up on you, like, back the fuck up. Well, I didn't, like, so my experience on this whole take, especially with the grocery stores, one y'all niggas should have been cleaning these fucking carts y'all should have been doing this stuff like honestly like y'all should have been doing this so i be shopping at trader joe's a whole foods i go to don't get it twisted i go to fresh grocer but they stress me the fuck out because i can't be carrying my waters like they got the shit to where you can't take your car to your car right so for me it'd be like pointless because i'm already carrying this heavy ass bag so that's why i don't be throwing the money in my community i'll be going to like whole foods and trader joe's but like so i'm waiting in this line and then like so now it's like okay they're making it limited amount of people in here whatever okay i don't really care for that but i do feel as though they should have been cleaning the cards they should have been that should have just been automatic every fucking night or every time somebody comes y'all can hire a mentally challenged consumer and they excuse me they could definitely be spraying it down wiping it down easy give them a job so then now my thing is now they got these aisle markers to where it's like you can only go up one aisle and down another aisle i don't follow that shit you follow that what the aisle markers basically this is the aisle you go up in and then the next aisle you go down and absolutely not i'd be going up the down one and down the up one ain't like, nobody got time for that like shopping said, them people in Fro- them people in parkside them people walk up on you and say back the fuck i'd be in whole foods and say i wish a bitch would they back you the fuck up child i wish a bitch would so but even down in target they even got these bins where you get your own wipes and you wipe your shit down like, they, but they should have been had this stuff and like some stores did adapt that like Trader Joe's did have the wipes all the time. Shop, um, fresh Grocery, not Fresh Grocery, yeah, Fresh Grocery did have them, but they ain't never had no wipes in there. Right. It would have the, the station for the wipes, but there was no fucking wipes. So I do think that that's going to be one of the things that does stay the same. This line shit got to go. I'm not saying there's no fucking line in the fucking winter. Then on top of that, let's talk about like trying to get groceries online. You oh know how God. hard it was to try to get groceries online? It was like non-existent. They say... Stay at home, we'll deliver groceries to you. That they were supposed to be quote unquote creating jobs. So then I signed up for this this um this website called Ship It. Mind you, they charge you fourteen dollars to even sign up to get your groceries delivered to you. So then prior to signing up to it, they don't tell you like we don't have no availability. So I paid fourteen dollars to get groceries shipped to me. They didn't have no availability until the next month. Oh wow. So it was just like a bunch of fucking bullshit. It was a bunch of unknown. I know for me it was like everything I was living was the unknown. And then we're watching the news and we're watching these people manipulating you into thinking a certain way. I could not personally like 
decipher between any of my thoughts. I didn't know what to believe. And I was like believing what I was seeing. I had to get off of social media. I literally got off of social media. I stopped reading, watching the news. I stopped reading any articles that dealt with COVID. I was like, I'm going to tackle COVID how I'm going to tackle COVID. I'm going to social distance. I'm going to continue to, um, to, you know, use proper hygiene, which I've always had. I've always been like a clean bitch. Always have. Always washed my hands. Always made sure that like I took care of my hygiene. So that was nothing new to me. You didn't have to tell me how to wash my hands for 20 seconds. I'm aware. We want to, you know, we dealt with clients. We know how this shit goes. So that was not new to me. But just like the new way of living is was like was new to me. Not being able to get up to go to the gym. The gyms are closed. The gyms are about to be folded. There's about to not be no gyms. Because how are they going to make that, like, how are they going to social distance in there? The gym is going to be like a cesspool for that shit. Like, it's body fluid. And I was in the gym, Everything. I was up in the gym until the gym closed. Listen, I saw something. There are some gyms open, not in, like, not in PA, but I've seen, like, gyms that have been open. They were protesting for them to be open. They have... You know, like, the shoes they have at the supermarket? I don't want that at the gym. Yes. It's like... And you're supposed to wear masks. Mind you, How? that's going to contract more germs. Right. That, that Sweat, fucking thing. Yeah. All that. Like People already don't wipe those fucking machines. You okay. people already get Mercer at the gym anyway. Already. Somebody, remember somebody, the one kid had Mercer at school? I ain't going to mm-hmm. say his name. He had motherfucking Mercer at school, but our gym was trash. It's totally different now. Yeah. Our gym was trash. But, so that's the thing, like, you know what else I didn't like while we're on this topic and we can move on off of COVID in a little bit? I did not like how they took down all the rims, all the basketball rims in our, in Philly. They took down every basketball rim because they wanted to create, quote unquote, social distancing. They didn't want people to be playing in groups. They left the tennis the tennis um, nets up. Golf courses are opening up. They left all that shit open. But when it came down to like the shit that black people did or people of color... So I was hooping one day. I hooped like last week, two weeks ago. I was on like 16th of Susquehanna. And I'm there playing. It's two on two. Me and one of the kids I mentor and then two kids that were there. We're like, let's play twos. And I was really weary because I'm like, my old ass might get COVID from one of these because they may be asymptomatic. <laughs> I didn't want to play, but right. because I was with the, the young boy, right. I'm like, fuck it. I ain't going to really do too much. So we played. Then this guy, this white guy came up with like an N95 mask on and we were done. He was taking pictures of like the kids. So the one boy was like, oh, yeah, they about to take the rims down, Q. And I'm like, what you mean? So the guy comes up. I'm like, who are you? He was like, oh, no, I'm just taking pictures to make sure to let them know that the uh, the rims are still up. I said, OK, these are underage kids. You don't have any fucking consent. Like when I tell you I snapped on him, you don't have any consent of taking pictures of them. So let me see your phone. He's like, well, I'm like, let me see your phone. Delete every picture of these kids and take pictures solely of the rim. Right. Like, why did he have to take pictures? of? And children? I was saying. You, as fast as you want to take this, mind you, this, I found out that the kid was nobody. He was a fucking resident. But I'm like, just being, Karen. what do they call the white guys? Kevin. Kevin. Just being a Kevin or whatever the hell they call them. Just being one of them. Just being annoying. These kids is here. It was like us four and it was a family. You could tell that they all were related. Like uncles, nephews, kids. They were on the other side playing. Nobody was running full. It wasn't no five on five. It was literally sections of people playing on their own court minding their business so and i was like you're just like now i said first of all i said to him like the first thing you should do is as fast as y'all are taking these shits down how quick are you putting them back up when all this shit is lifted he didn't have no response that's why i knew he was a fuck nigga and just was over there just being a fucking kevin mm-hmm. so then um i was like i asked him for his id he did not want to give it to me like when i tell you i was 
in his fucking face and I had to explain to the young boys don't let nobody come here and just tell you anything and you fucking believe it but it's Challenge like how many them. other kids has he taken pictures of and like it was like the point of him taking pictures was not really the thing but I wanted them to let them know don't let nobody come here and just do whatever right. don't be no fucking poster child for none of this fucking shit but they don't fucking know exactly so right. I'm trying to educate them in a mm-hmm. sense of like don't let nobody do no bullshit like that to you but I didn't like that they took the rims down like I play Maybe. basketball you may not have noticed it but they took the rims down almost at no, every no I know cause um they did it in Darby too yeah and Tasha was telling me like she lives out Darby she was telling me that they started putting the rims back but it's like I find it really interesting that they can employ they can deploy the National Guard because property is being damaged okay but when COVID was fucking literally ravishing our whole fucking neighborhood and killing people killing black people at disproportionate rates they couldn't send the fucking National Guard to make sure niggas was social distancing and wearing masks. But y'all here because some property got damaged. So let's speak on that. So like we, we just spoke on, you know, like COVID and how it came and how it affected our community. So now the whole protest, the Black Lives Matter movement, which always been a thing. We've always talked about this on our podcast. But George Floyd died. George Floyd died. I'm sorry. He was murdered at the hands of the police officer. The guy had his knee on his neck. He ended up dying of, like, I think no air being to the brain. Like, his airways. Asphyxia. Asphyxia, exactly. So, that starts sparking outrage. But it, I feel like it literally took for basketball to be done, football to be over, um, people being quarantined for, like, the city to really wake up. So, like, as much as I hated corona, I appreciate it because it really had niggas wake up. We've been talking about this shit forever as long as we start this podcast. So, but it's, like... I know there came a point where I felt helpless. It was like, okay, so we already was, we already had Corona, right, scaring the shit out of us. We already had Corona scaring the shit out of us, and we already had fucking social distancing, fucking with our brains and stuff like that. So that was already going on, and then we're seeing. At the same time, COVID is killing black people at higher rates than it's killing anybody else. And at the same time, the police is still out there killing black people at higher rates than it's killing anybody else, too. So you're seeing that at the same time, we have one pandemic, which is COVID-19, and then we have another pandemic, which is police brutality and racism, systemic racism, killing black people. We have the situation with Brianna Taylor, the 26-year-old um, EMT. They broke into her house with no warrant and killed her. Shot her 16 times. She was shot eight times in her chest. Didn't they, like, run into the wrong house? They didn't have a warrant. They had a, like, it's called a no-knock warrant or some shit. First yeah. of all, they was at the wrong place. Exactly. They ran into the wrong house and they heard shots. And then shot. they tried to lock her boyfriend up for killing. Like, basically trying to say he did That happened. And then we have the situation. We got Armand um, Arbery. Right. You know, we that happened in February. Right. So they didn't even put that on the news that we're finding out about that in April. Mm-hmm. So we mad about that shit because that's also on camera. And then you got George Floyd. And it's like, and then at the same time, you got Christian Cooper, that lady, the, mm-hmm. the guy that was bird watching in um, Central Park. The lady wanted what happened to George Floyd that happened to Christian Yo, you Cooper. You seen how she turned on her shit? How she turned it on? It was like, he's crazy. Weaponized her whiteness. And that's what they do. They've been, they they been doing this though. Like, this shit has been going on for centuries. And then, honestly, the thing with Christian Cooper, I really feel like 
the only reason why that got as much outrage as it got because that bitch choked that dog. She, no facts. Because she lost that job. She lost. She lost that they dog. came and got that bitch dog. Yeah. Her whole life fell apart in twenty four hours. But I feel like had that dog not been because white people don't play about dogs. No, they don't. She choked that fucking dog up like it owed her forty dollars. I feel as though like. People like so with the whole looting. So like Philly turned up. I don't care what no one says. Philly turned up. They showed out. But what would you expect? It's funny because I saw a meme. I saw a meme. It was like, oh y'all niggas looting. Philly gonna show you really how to fucking loot. So like, I um. I was not surprised about that because if anybody knows anything about this city, Philadelphia is the top major city. We're top in poverty. Mm-hmm. You know we're the number one. We're the poorest major city. You know what I'm saying. 37% of our children in Philadelphia, and that's almost 126,000 children, live in deep poverty, live below the poverty level. These are the poorest kids in the fucking nation. So, am I surprised they mob um, um, Center City? Fuck no. Am I mad that they did it? No. Absolutely not. Center City needed to fucking fill it. Yo, so, like, what I was saying is, like, what else did you expect from these people like what else did you expect niggas been out of work families couldn't even pay for their like they, they've been out of work they couldn't pay for groceries y'all thought this $1,200 stimulus check was gonna do what for people that you got this As you, three months ago and everybody didn't even get that right so what else did you expect I don't condone in the looting but I also don't knock it I wasn't out there looting but if somebody would've came to me with some looting listen okay? I, I bought me some Black Lives Matter bundles Listen, okay. I the thing is, I don't. I'm not gonna condemn it or condone it, right? Because I understand. I, that and that's that's from. where it came from. Kids out here, they want sneakers. These rappers rapping about how much how much money they have and how broke we are. These kids want to live this life. But more than that, it's like like this lady said, we're so focused on the what and not the why. Why? Why are people so fucking poor? They're willing to walk through a glass window. Okay. For some fucking sneakers. And a lot of these kids didn't have the sneakers to floss. They're selling it. Right. They're trying to get revenue from it. So, to be honest, the income and inequality that exists in Philadelphia is disgusting. They built six targets in Center City six. last year. Six. These kids are choking and fu- on fucking asbestos in these old-ass schools. Six. So, what we see in Philadelphia is we see a reflection of our city mm-hmm. and our residents. They are fucking poor. But look how... Th- and so, here was my thing. So, like, I... So, at first, I'm not even going to lie, I was like, I didn't care that they fucked up Center City. Because Center City was going to clean that shit up within 24 hours. And what did they, they did. do? And they did. And listen, the thing about Center City, we all follow that footage. Them cops was down there going body to body with people yep. for that shit on fucking 17th Street. But they let them kids destroy 52nd Street. Or, and Germantown. The blackest part of the city is 52nd mm-hmm. Street well, is historically black. But let me tell you something about 52nd and fucking Chancellor, though. Mm-hmm. Everything past 52nd and Chancellor is black-owned. Mm-hmm. It's all it's, it's a, a historic black theater. It's black bookstores. Mm-hmm. It's black... Um, uh, they sell like sage and incense and stuff. It's African mm-hmm. places and it's like all the black stores, all the all the black hair salons, all of that is past 52nd and Chancellor. 52nd and Chancellor, it's a little block past Walnut. Mm-hmm. It's about... Maybe 20 houses on this block. Maybe. The whole 52nd and Chancellor came out and stood in the line. Stood in fucking line across the street and they let nobody pass. Right. Nothing black 
owned or black operated on 52nd street was touched that's good and not for nothing there were white people amongst those those kids were at first just being dickheads mm-hmm. knocking over trash cans they were yeah. not smashing windows the white people were out there smashing windows with, with their bricks. skateboards the first with their skateboards but on 52nd street specifically the first window that got shattered was sunray drugs and it was by a white man they caught him on camera he breaks the window and then walks away Mm-hmm. No, that, that, there was so much footage of that, like white people of cops breaking windows, like so. But like, and then everyone was like, you know, like why are you ruining your community? So like, when I was at my girlfriend's house and she lived like off of like Seventh and Lehigh, mm-hmm. so there got hit hard too because it's like the snipes. It was a Dollar General and it was Save a Lot. When I tell you, they fucking ran through that snipes. Kids was running out with boxes of sneakers. Like, it was like Christmas because they didn't know what the fuck they were going to get. It was literally a box of sneakers. They ran into that family dollar. They were stealing fans. They were stealing everything. And then they ran into the fucking the, uh, Save-A-Lot. And I was like, damn, like, these niggas really are like, they fucked up. When I seen them running the Save-A-Lot with a big slab of fucking ribs, I'm like, yeah, it's different out here. Like, it's different. Like, I don't... I don't know what they're feeling. I can't touch their but fucking... This is the thing a lot of people don't consider. When happened on Walnut Street, they were upset. They were up... The city was upset about what happened on Walnut Street because you got to remember, the riots started in Center City. Yeah, it did. It happened Saturday night. No, None of our neighborhoods were touched. No, none. They trapped them kids in their fucking neighborhoods. Yeah, they because broke City, every interest in Center yep. City was blocked because they cut I public drove. transportation. They did everything, so they trapped people into those neighborhoods. They knew that the, the effects of social distancing, mm-hmm. the the anger, the all that pent up fucking energy. They knew they were going to take that out in their communities. Right. So I feel like that was a setup too. But like the girl said, I forget her name. We're going to quote her. I'm going to write her in the description. Ain't none of this shit ours. None of it. Ain't none of it ours. None of it. So fuck Target. Fuck all this other shit. Burn this shit the fuck to the ground. And honestly, the Target shit happened in Minneapolis first. But you know why they said that they went on Target like that? Because they got tear gas. And you know, in order to treat tear gas, you put milk in people's eyes. They went to go buy milk from the Target. Target refused to sell those people, the protesters, milk. So they mobbed it fucking Target. Right, facts. And you know Target and all that shit's been closed. And then they support the Minneapolis police too. Like they, but in, in Minneapolis. But did they hit Targets in Philly? Bitch, yes. They got City Line? I didn't know they got fucking City Line. KK, City Line was the fuck demolished. They, they got, got City Line? They got City Line, they got uh, South Philly, and they got Castor Ave. City Line was the first one they hit. Are you fucking And I was thinking, how they gonna hit City Line? Because, you know, them Brenmark cops is right there. That's so, how I feel. Sit, listen, you cross the street is Balakamwood. That's Balakamwood, yeah. So and the cops were at Saks. The cops were at Saks, but they were not at the Target. No, because... They got I Target two days later. Are you serious? Kiki, yes, dog. I was over there trying to get a TV. Ah! <laughs> it's like, nah, mind. I got a TV. Don't let me... I wasn't out there with the looters, she but I was... She got a 75-inch TV. I would have been... I wanted them niggas... I seen a meme. It was like, hey, yo, Saks, you said something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought a bitch had said okay. I thought like, a bitch in KOP said, said something. something. Yeah, they went to KOP. They, they got a little bit in KOP as well. Like, oh, they wow. did like little stuff around there, like the AT&T store. They got inside a little bit, but they didn't really get to like the Louie and the Gucci. But what's this stuff. about blowing up ATMs? Okay, so KK, why not? These people are broke. But this is the thing though. These ATMs have been in our community for decades. For decades. And they have been unscathed. Niggas will fucking 
running a grandmom shit but they before they fuck with that white man ATM where are they getting the infrastructure to blow up ATMs so they don't even have fucking masks so it's like you gotta really sit and think like right. all of a sudden but let's be clear it's a lot of licks in Philly that you can hit facts an ATM ain't one of them but like I don't, a lot of like the blowing up was new because the day that these niggas was moving they were getting at these ATMs, but it was taking them a while. So I think blowing it up made it easier. And they were getting it clearly from the white man or from somebody. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you, even to get an ATM, you have to have tools. You have to have Where tools. Where the fuck they getting? T- they don't have masks. Because you can't even get into a vending machine. You know how hard it is to get Listen, into a vending machine? Let's talk about it. So I'm like, okay, even if these, like, it's like, come on now. Like, you put a gun in somebody's hand. And they pull a trigger. Who fault is it? If you put the gun in their hand, that's I'm like, where is these kids getting the but infrastructure I think it, to do the ATM shit? It wasn't touched because we weren't living in a different environment. We were living in the same environment, but it wasn't as highlighted as it is now. Like people felt like, okay, this is my time to strike. So niggas probably been plotting on that, but they was probably like, I know that this is not going to be an easy lick. So because there's like on all right, I live on I live on this block. But it's happened. It wasn't like an isolated event. Literally, all the ATMs in the city are almost going all no, the private ATMs. Right, yes. So I'm like, no, that's a setup. The, and they're all yeah, pro- and it may have been by their own people. Exactly for the insurance. They said that it was people out on Woodland Avenue breaking their own shit. Right. That's that's some, I because if you it. think about it, not like if we use Center City as an example. <laughs> Those stories on 17th Street, what is that? Urban Outfit is free people. Urban, free people. What's up with it? Apple. Apple. Um, Doc Martin. Doc Martin. Those stories like that, they've been closed since March 13th. So they were supposed to open on Friday. They was going to have to sell that shit for pennies on a dollar. Okay. They're making more money off of the, the insurance And that's planes. what I said about Snipes. Snipes wasn't open since the shit started. Them niggas didn't have no new sneakers in there. And nobody was running to buy, spend money because nobody has any. Right. Niggas don't have jobs. So it's like, y'all are making money off of this loot and the destruction. Y'all gonna clean up off of that shit. Facts. It's just... But I, you know, a couple of my friends were on Facebook. They were arguing about it. Like, you know, back at home, back in Redding or whatever. And it's like, because they had a peaceful protest back in my city. Mm -hmm. And like, the thing is, I don't care what anybody else does. My main thing is I want people to generate their own opinion. I have my niece is 15 now. Right. And it's crazy how these kids grow up because I'm like, my niece is 15, but she has like white family. She hangs around a lot of her white friends. Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing her post like Black Lives Matter, like all this stuff, which was so shocking to me. Not because her aunt is a woke bitch, but because like I didn't think that she had that in her. Right. And I'm like wondering because I'm like, yo, my niece hangs out with a lot of white girls. Like, where is this coming from? So I'm having this conversation with my niece. Like, where is your stance on this? How do you feel? What are you going to educate yourself? Because she's like, you know, school don't teach us shit. I said, you don't look for school to teach. You come to my crib. Who's on my wall? Who's on my wall? Who are the two people that's on my wall? Meek Mill and Angela Davis. Y'all better understand. <laughs> She's so annoying. And I also have James Baldwin and Oh, Angela she got Davis. Michelle Obama. <laughs> and, Mich- and fucking uh, Angela Davis. In his old. And Noir. But I'm saying is that like... Noir is black too. She's black. Been black. Blackity black, black, black. But what I'm saying is you don't have to look... What I explained to her is you don't have to look for the school for any type of education. Kiki, this has been around for years. Like, systematic oppression. Like, this has been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. But we're so disconnected from it. Like, we think that we're good and we're not good. Mm -hmm. And like she said, be happy that we're looking for equality and not revenge. For real. Because a bitch like me, like... The type of space that I'm in, and I think that, like, I have a good balance, but, like, the hood bitch that is in me still, 
was like burn this shit the fuck down burn it down like honestly i hated what happened to my community because the infrastructure in west philly is kind of but the community came together and put that shit right and let me tell you and that's the thing they don't see you seen that looting but you didn't see how everybody got the fuck together and went to park i hit you up like what's up Listen, me and Khadija went to fucking Park 5 on Monday morning. I'm like, girl, I went to... Because, listen, <laughs> I was at my grandma's house. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to get the broom. She's like, I don't take my broom on Park 5. I had to go to the corner store. I brought me old nasty broom and dustpan combo. Right. But we went over to fucking Park 5. People was out there cleaning up, helping clean up the shop right. Right. Honestly, of all the businesses that got hit, I was hurt by what happened to shop right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Brown's family shop do a lot for our No, they community. do. And like Mr. Every, Brown do a lot. They do. They really do. They got when them kids though. go No, but I'm saying like as far as when them kids go to college and shit that work at there, he makes sure they have gift cards no, and he, he makes sure they got a job to go back to. And I've seen this That's actually hand. a really good shop right compared to a, a lot a lot he of He does other do ones. things for the community. That's why when they got hair buzz, fuck them. They needed to get hair buzz. What? The hair store. <laughs> when they got hair oh, yeah, I had donated all the hair stores. When they got the hair, when they got all the they got Asian Sunray homes, Beauty. When oh they God. got all of them bitches, I was cool with it because they treat us like niggas. And this is what I've explained. So, like, today I went to get gas. And I've always said this. I can stay back to some episodes where it's like, I told you that. I was like, yo, I don't, I don't mess with Chinese stores. And I think I was telling you because I'm like, KK, I don't mess with the fact that they have these big plastic glass in these hood ass communities as if they're so afraid of us. But did you but see they the be stores sellers. that's like, it's like a whole poppy store behind the glass. Yeah, that that's I'm saying. Chinese you know. stores, yes. No, I'm talking about not the Chinese stores. It, it's like legit a poppy store behind glass. Like I'm chip not racks and nope. All of that, it, it, they be in North Philly. I be seeing them in North Philly. It's literally like a whole corner store. Like, you know, like the Chinese store, you can see like the boxes and yeah. shit. And you see the freezer. No, I'm talking about it's set up like the corner store with aisles and shit, but it's behind glass. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not here for it's it today. Like, I went yeah. to get gas. I was on Broad and Thompson at the Sunoco. I went to get gas. So, like, mind you, Philly looks like... Um, Compton, some like some World War Two shit, like everything is boarded like the, up. The, the riots and what? So I went to get gas, right? So mind you, the whole the entrance to get in the Sunoco is boarded up and all the windows, but they have this big plexiglass with like this juror and that shit. It, they normally have that open for when late night after twelve right, o'clock, right. which I get that. Right. You don't want people running here late night. You want to make sure that your your people that you have working are feeling safe. But you got this whole shit boarded up. This man is in there trying to play his numbers, and you know black people don't play about their motherfucking numbers. Right. And I was like, this is it's ten a.m. in the morning. And I'm like, you really got these men yelling at you through this fucking window at 10 a.m.? You're that scared? Don't be open. Don't and that's be open. how I feel. If you're that afraid, don't open up. And like any place, if I go to the poppy store and the poppy store is behind a plexiglass, I'm never shopping there again. I don't I shop swear, in these places where it's like you are afraid of us. So the Asian beauty supply stores, I did not. I don't care that they looted anything, to be honest. As long as they weren't running in people's homes, that's where I drew the line. Right, yeah. Don't be robbing people. But I didn't hear a lot of it. No, I didn't hear a lot of that either. I didn't hear none of it, to be honest. My girlfriend got the ring, the ring doorbell. And we was on that shit like we was a motherfucking police. There was so much shit going on that we were just like, damn. But like none of us, me and her was just like, damn, like fuck it like i had to ask her her stance i'm like where do you stand on this and she was just like it is what it is like i'm not going to sit here and say that they're wrong and i'm not going to sit here and say that they're right but i do understand she lived right across the street from the projects right and like all the kids from the project the thing is not even just the kids the moms and shit were over there the kids were in snipes and the moms was in the fucking save a lot 
the the income and inequality in Philadelphia is disgusting. Okay, the, the school system been poverty. The school system been let us down. Pennsylvania school system been trash. Like, and, and did you hear they trying to make these babies go back in July? Go back to school in July. Go back to school in July. For what? I don't know because they lose the fucking money. No, so my one girlfriend, her kid goes to private school. So mind you, I got I got almost all my girlfriends got kids. So one of my friends, one of my girlfriend's kids was a public school. At least twice a week, they met with their teacher at the public school. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's son goes to uh, private school. You know how many times they met with that kid since the quarantine? Once. Oh, wow. A Zoom once. Wow. And then you expect her to pay tuition. I heard that they still didn't charge tuition during the pandemic. You want me to... And she's like, why? She's like, they're like distance learning. She was like, I'm teaching my son. Wow. You want me to pay? I said, you can pay half. You're not paying the whole fucking thing. And and they were threatening to not get his report card because she hasn't paid her. Mind well, you, she's paying that bill like anyway. Though. But no, you, there's like a board that you can write to them where it's just like I'm not. And, and if more than enough people cards, will will like agree to it, no. Why am I paying you? But it's like it should be some kind of some discount because they're not getting the full effect of the damn school. The the teachers not meeting with them like. But it's the same thing in colleges though right now. The babies that paid that activity fee and the computer fee, the lab fee, all those fucking miscellaneous fees that come up to be thousands of dollars. They have no access to any of that shit. And what they're saying is that they're not gonna. They're gonna put it on to next year's tuition. They're crazy. That I feel so bad for the class of 2020. My sister was supposed to graduate to get her master's degree like two weeks mm. ago. And they didn't even call her and let her know like and she go to a big she go to Thomas Jefferson University. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, we might have a virtual ceremony in July. And it's just like, she's like, man, fuck that virtual right. ceremony. Send me my fucking money. Send me my money and give me my fucking degree so I can get the fuck ASAP. I'm happy that she technically finished in December. Mm-hmm. So she has got her license and all that shit. Right. All of that was out the out the door. But it's like it's a hiring freeze. So even right now it's like 2020, bitch. I'm sorry. We are sorry. Get give us our free for real. Right. Facts. So what do you think life is going to be like after COVID? What is, what is, all right, so. What is after COVID? Because, like, like, things are lifted. Like, Shakir lives in uh, Charlotte, so they've been going out to eat. They've been having restaurants where it's, like, outside seating and all that stuff is available. But, like, I think, like, I'm a chalk 2020. Like, I, not that I'm a chalk the whole year, but I'm a chalk, like, all of my plans. Like, I travel. I, you know, I travel. Right. My girlfriend's wedding was, uh, she was supposed to get married in May. Wow. She had to push her wedding back till next year, so she's not getting married till next May. Cat, I, right? Yeah, Cat. Yep. Cat was supposed to get married in May. She had to put her push her wedding back. I had trips planned back to back. My fucking thirty second birthday was supposed to be lit. I was supposed to be in Costa Rica. Like legit had trips right. planned. So when I say I'm gonna chalk twenty twenty, not as a whole, this is a learning year. This is right. an experience. Like this is something that's like I need to take in, seep it. And I had to realize that I wish I would have felt this way in the beginning, but you know, it's a learning process. But like take this in, use this time to really like gain some like some self like learning so you know so moving forward i feel as though things are going to definitely be different i'm going to be in a hopefully i'm in a different space to where i can like basically i'm harlem shaking shaking through the pressure so hopefully 2021 is going to be like the awakening year for me 
And for everyone else, like if people really utilize this time, we can all this can be an awakening here. I want them to continue protesting. Yesterday, you know how many people was in the city? I saw a hundred thousand people came to Philadelphia to a hundred thousand more than any fucking protest I've ever seen in my life, more than any concert I've ever seen in my a hundred k in the city. I was looking at that shit like we're KK. If COVID don't come through and smash the building next week. It's up for they these masks. They were saying masks. Like, it's up for these masks. It's just wash your it's fucking hands. It's up for it. Because they're already saying that like it's not like contracted between people to people. It's mainly surface to surface now. But it's like I feel like y'all was lying. The, they was they was freestyling. I feel like y'all just wanted to kill some poor black people because that's who was affected by it and old people. Y'all wanted to do a little but bit of like population control. Old. Exactly, and I think that that's what happened in China. I think that's what happened in China, and then it ended you know, up spreading China here. China is always doing these people dirty, but it's so, like we expect that over there. It's no human rights, but like it's just twenty twenty has been a lot. It has been exposing people. Yes, you see the diamond princess Trina. You know I don't even stand for her anyway. You know I'm a tr- I grew up on Trina. We I couldn't believe did. that shit. It was like, but wow. they're so far disconnected from their fucking community, from people that support them. That it's just like, what else do you expect? It's like, don't claim that hood shit no more. If that's really what you're not about, exactly. Like, and it's, it's like, not because I see you going in on your boy Meek Mill. So what? What is your deal with him? Because I mean, I'm not here. I don't hold on, listen. I already got my DC chain. So like, I am really I'm a chaser. A this is how I feel about me. I just feel like Meek and even more so than Kevin Hart and Will Smith and stuff like that. Even though Kevin Hart, Will Smith, shit, Bradley Cooper, Kevin Bacon, it's all it's a lot of famous, really famous people from mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Don't get me wrong. But Meek speaks for the streets. He does. Like his music, I run to his shit Meek every fucking day. Speaks for the streets. And these fucking young bulls look at him like he is Superman. Fact. So even if he would have got on there and just condemn some of the shit that was happening. He didn't do that. He was reposting shit and like laughing at it and tweeting little dumb shit. But it's like, not for nothing, J. Cole went back to North Carolina and marched mm-hmm. with his folks. Kanye even went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Certain people went back to their city. It would have felt, the city would have, the, the city was in pain earlier this week. Mm-hmm. This city was literally on fire. His community was on fire. His actual North community city was on fucking fire it would have been he didn't have to come to the hood in march i get why he can't just right. come up like everybody can. else but it, it was plenty of really peaceful secure poke pro he could go went up and sit up there with the mayor like you know what i'm saying his city needed to hear from him mm-hmm. he could have went live but he posted the song how you feel about the song and it's like from the other side in america you ain't even on the other side of america no more Mm-hmm. And it's real capitalistic that you are, you kind of capitalizing off of what's happening in a your city. A lot of artists are. I seen T Grizzly. And you ain't even the fuck here. I seen T Grizzly, and hopefully T Grizzly's in this so I wouldn't expect anything less of T Grizzly. He posted a song rapping about it. A lot of niggas trying to capitalize off it because here's the thing, and that, not to get off topic, but these this is a time where niggas who really can make music, KK, should have been making music. These artists are fucked up. They're not real artists to me. They don't got nothing to talk about. These niggas cannot sit here and make a song that's going to make people feel it. You know what I've been listening to? Jay-Z, you know, I got title. He had songs for Survivor. He had put this back when, um, uh, what's his name? Fidel Castro? Not Fidel Castro. 
Um, Philando, Philando Castro. Castro. <laughs> Castro. No, Philando Castro. Castro. I'm thinking about the nigga from Cuba. Yes, but um, <laughs> but Jay Z had put out um a playlist for a song that was like songs of survival. It had like uh Sam Cookie, uh, Nina Simone. Kendrick, Beyonce, a bunch of songs that like feel. I, but you know what? I've been listening to Kendrick so heavy this week. I've been. Listening but September to Butterfly Kendrick. aged so graceful. He so was trying to tell us, but he and told niggas said it was corny. But niggas, people who. But even in the first album, fucking dying of thirst. The thing what? is, people said it's corny because that's not like a bop. Like I, I'm not into this trendy music. Don't get it twisted. I will shake my ass to Captain Hook. Like there be some shit that I be fucking with. But a lot of my shit is like my you 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 put in the outline. What are like what is our um our quarantine playlist? And everything I'm listening to is old shit that I've been listening oh, to. Oh, the shit I've been listening to has been old. Like you know, literally like old shit. Listening to, listen to Rick Ross's first couple albums, right? Rick Ross was talking about some shit. I run to it every day now. Meek was talking about some. I listen shit. to Dreams and Nightmares all the time. Meek was talking about some shit trauma, like this. Literally, that's why I was like, it was. It, it is it was sad hurtful to see that, seeing like. I mean, I make my jokes about Meek not from Philly no more. He from Dorney Park. Bitch, yes. I make my little. I say my little town. shit, but at the end of the day, his city loved him so much. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was kind of hurtful, and it was a lot of people that pointed. The whole city pointed out Meek's absence because right. it was very noticeable. You know what I mean? It's like you tweeting dumb shit. It's like, come protest for Philly. How to Philly protest for, for you. you. We got you out. People came to that motherfucking courtroom in the rain. It demanded the justice. Mm-hmm. Even when you wasn't here. So it was just like, it was kind of like, man, it's for a I think bit. he dropped the ball. I think that he didn't know what he should do. I think this that, is the thing. Meek ain't no civil rights activist. And we know he's we not. Know he's we not. know he's not. But, but we was, can't look at to him because I think that he... That he he wants to do good. He wants to do on good onto people and for and people. And he's a human, and I understand all of that. But it's like, to whom much is given, right. much is required. Period. And you know, he's gonna have opportunities to like you know Regain. fix this situation. But it's like that was a little bit of a miss last week. No, he definitely did. And you see the shit with Virgil, girl. So I've been staying off of social media. I have though, like you I see Virgil. I seen it. I seen it, but I also be like this shit because everybody wanted to hit. We're living in a cancel cancel culture. He definitely should be canceled. It's not, but this the thing about him anyway. That the fifty dollars was just funny because he the one that posted it. Mm-hmm. It's like you the one that exposed yourself. It wasn't like the people was. I could have donated the fifty. You posted it. That's what the people was like. You nigga, I donated fifty dollars. I'm gonna the people. Right. Exactly. No, but it's like. Some people be so far removed from it. Yeah. And, and then his post was like, I'm black, like black, black. Girl, I was like. I cringe reading that. Like dark, dark. Like dark, dark. That's what he said. Like, I'm like dark, dark. Like three o'clock in the morning, dog. Like, get, shut the fuck up and get off my motherfucking timeline, dark, because you're about to get the fuck blocked. Dog. I was like, when I dark, dark. I and this like, is why I stay off with social media, because it's just like, it's so much information. But that's why, see. like, anybody who followed me at, at Jehovah Sickness, I post a lot of mess on my page, because that's my self-care. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have to curate my timeline, or my, because, you know, we kind of really don't scroll the timeline anymore. We go across the stories. Right. So, my stories is usually funny shit. And messy, but it's, messy, but it be also it's a balance of like intellect as well. 
Like, because you you were posting about Philadelphia's the poverty rate, but then you also had, in the same timeline, Virgil's ass posted $50. So it's like the black intellect. And that's what I'm here for. Like, I can be funny, but I can also read you on some shit. And that's how I am. Lately, I've been staying off. Like, I didn't want people to rush my my statement didn't want me to rush my stance on where i feel because i felt like i had to make one regards because like you come in my crib you see i got my nigga meek on the wall but i also have michelle but it's like i feel like people like you don't need to make a statement because this this shit is not new exactly this and that's not what I'm new saying. this is not done like people are so black lives matter but it's like no we've talked about this shit fucking 20 ben, episodes ago ben first episode and like that's the thing it's like now People are doing things, and, like, I had this conversation with a couple of friends for what it looks like. It's cool now. It's cool now. It's cool now to talk Child. about, like, Black Lives Matter. It's Listen. cool now. Like, KK, I go running, right? You know, as long as you know me, I've been working out. Right. I run on Kelly Drive. Been running on Kelly Drive. Right. White people never smiled at me. Never smiled at me. The only people that ever smiled at me is when you see another sister or brother on the fucking road, and we both get that, that fucking look like, We see each other. I see you, my nigga. I see you, sis. Now, I'm fucking running. Hi. Like when I'm I'm not even lying to you, KK. I mentioned this to Josh. I'm like, yo, have you noticed like the, the shift in people? People are smiling at me. White people are smiling at me. But it's like, did it take your take y'all seeing that man die on camera? How many times we gotta see somebody die on camera? I, Honestly, that me to the next shit not new. I've seen that it. move. That's they, what they do. They did that to the guy selling cigarettes in New York. He couldn't breathe. Like, yo, it's like like a cop smiling at me today on my temple track, right? She's she's a temple cop, mind you. I don't fuck with cops, I never really fuck with cops, especially these Philly cops. But they don't, luckily, they don't fuck with me like that. Like, I get pulled over, I can bat my lashes and be like, you know, they really don't fuck with me, and I cannot say that they fuck with me. Like, I would honestly be wrong if I sit here and lie and say these cops fuck with me. I'm a black woman, they don't, right? But they fuck with people that I've known, they fuck with the young bulls that I fucking know. But back at home, cops fuck with me, back in Redding. I be shook as soon as I get across that fucking city line. Seatbelt on, seat up, music the fuck low. Because I know that them cops will fuck with me there. I'm walking. I've never seen a cop smile at me and wait for me as hard as this lady smiled at me and wait at me today. A white lady at that. And I'm like, I looked at, I like, I was so caught off guard. And I know her, my face was like, bitch, what? Because, I mean, I feel like that's why, like, the people in Philly, we know, like, this not new to us. Right. Cops. That's why I was so surprised and seeing how the cops let that shit happen on 52nd Street. They was just kind of standing there. They probably got an order not to touch them kids because it was eyes mm-hmm. on them. But and I'm kind of glad they didn't touch them. But it's like cops really fuck people up in this city. Right. Like, and be blatant. You see that video where they're like, the boy was like, I can't breathe. The cop was like, we don't play that shit around here. Right. Try that shit. Try to, That shit don't go around here. So it's like. And then I got, you know, we all got friends and we got family that are police officers mm-hmm. and they are black police officers. They're not all bad, but they're not, there shouldn't be. You but this is the thing, when, we, when people say fuck the police, we we're talking about the system of policing right. that extends far past cops. And the the whole system, like, I, you know what I told people to rewatch? I rewatched 13th. Mind you, I've seen that a million and one times, but I rewatched it because they were touching on topics that, they, that they've been touched on. Why are you funding police to have riot gear and all this money to be able to like to condemn the war against anything? 
What do you condemn it? What, what do you guys need to well, have? What's the point of them having all that? They got, the police got their own tanks. Why yes. did the National Guard have to come in? The National Guard is on every corner in this city. Mind you, I didn't see the National Guard fumble. I didn't see the one boy. Like, because there, some of them are black. Like, my brother's in the Air Force. But he, like, he can actually get fucking pulled here and come and have to fucking stand on a fucking Philadelphia corner. He's a black man. We talk about this shit all the time. My brother served two tours and I don't know where he served there, but he was in the <laughs> Navy. My brother Giannis. So it's like, we got veterans. We got My all, grandpa was one. We all got that in our family. We all do. And I, I, some of my homeboys I went to high school with are police officers now that I see them in this, you know, if I see them in the community, we was up. But it's like, people take it offensive when it's like, it's, you can still have love for some police officers right. and still not fuck with the system. But that's like saying they be like, not all cops are bad, but why do we have bad cops? There's no, like, that's like a, a, a doctor. Not all doctors are bad, but some doctors really do kill people. Like, what? We would never allow that in America. We would never allow a bunch of doctors to be killing people blatantly. But we're letting these cops... Well, they do kill us, though, honestly. They, they do be... Child, I was about to say, they're cool. They, they do. They, they As black women, like, it's scary for us. Kind of like with, the, with, with black men, their fight against the police is our fight against the, Absolutely know, right. the medical field, healthcare, apartheid in this fucking country. Absolutely right. So my girlfriend, she's a nurse. She posted that shit today. But it's crazy because I'm listening to Rick Ross's um, album, and he was talking about, he's like, cop killer nigga, don't nobody gangbang. And he was like, but they hate me buying real estate in foreign land. Like, you, like a cop kills me, but the city ain't gangbanging. But as soon as I'm fucking buying real estate in my homeland, these niggas want to shut me the fuck down. And I was like, damn, like, Rick Ross, Ben Talk. A lot of these rappers who are older and more mature and who are not bubblegum rappers were speaking on this shit. And as, like, the black culture, we have to do a better job of educating ourselves. So for us, like as a child my grandpa was from down south mm-hmm. he's from south carolina he grew up in segregation so i was not new to this none of this shit was new to me at all my grandma is 93 93 my grandpa just passed away last year he he was 89 93 they lived through this so they, they lived remember. he cried when barack got fucking elected my and then God. someone posted that like you see why people were crying so. but it's like all of that for it to kind of all turn the shit now it's right it's like we in a different world but how have you been able to maintain your mental health during this time i had to get my shit together like i had to really like start trusting my own thoughts because your thoughts were my thoughts were fucking with me trusting and believing my own like the way that i live and the biggest thing so therapy for me is reading writing and working out and working out was the biggest thing for me regardless if i'm losing inches or whatever just being active so getting back active acclimating myself adjusting to like there's no gym there's no basketball you gotta fucking run and becoming a runner again i used to run then i stopped so just like working out trying to read staying less off social media doing things that are educating me because when i feel as though i'm learning i feel as though you know my mental is is cool not sitting around just not doing shit so just being active being aware taking taking fucking control of my community i'm setting up a community cleanup day for my block because the fucking trash outside is the fuck trifling and just you know just being involved being involved and that's one of the main things and, and like when i went to vote i voted the other day i met with one of the ladies at the voting polls and i'm like yo when is the town meeting when is our neighborhood meeting because i'm tired of like having all these fucking issues and 
not really knowing how to like I feel hopeless at, at times like with this whole shit it's just being hopeless so then I gave her my information she gave me her email I emailed her like next meeting let me know I definitely want to be a part of whatever you need however I can help with the voting voting polls there's old ass fucking women in the voting polls but you know why though those voting polls and those little centers they be clicky because it's the same people yeah right? they need some young blood up in there they I do they need too. some young innovative I shit so you know normally there's about 800 or so vote voting mm-hmm. um polls in philadelphia it was reduced due to COVID 19 mm-hmm. so there were only um 193 wow so literally like 600 or so over you know 500 or so going so everybody had to kind of it was like being one in every neighborhood mm-hmm. so mine's was um it's usually a few in one nine one three nine but it was only one this time so a lot of older people voted by mail right so i'm glad they did that initiative but i didn't vote by mail i went to vote on uh, 59th and race it was at a school and I was in there or whatever. It ain't my first time at the rodeo, so it was kind of smooth for me. But I'm going to tell you something. All that shit they said they was going to have in them voting polls. They said they was going to have hand sanitizer. They was going to have masks. They was going to have all that. They had shit. <laughs> they had some of mine. Not in mine. They ain't had shit. They didn't have nothing. And then another thing, this little, this little young girl, she um couldn't find her name in the book. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, well, your name ain't in the book. And she was like, well, um... She was like, the lady was like, well, let me see your ID. And I said, why does she need ID? Right. Because if her name ain't in the book, what the ID going to do? Right. And she just was like, well, I don't know. So the girl was like, literally, she was young. She had to be like 18 or so. She was about to cry. Mm-hmm. I said, can she have a provisional body? Exactly. That's it. Give her a provisional. And she was like, yeah, I mean, she can, but she going to have to. F- Give her. There was so but it's like, why don't y'all say this? Right. If I had not said it, this baby would have left. Because mm-hmm. I did a provisional last year. So it's like, get her a fucking provisional ballot. But it's like, it's just like, oh, well, we got to find a person who has it. We'll go find the person right. who has it. And, and, oh, well, she needs to know how to fill it out. There is some, y'all know how to do It's like, come on now. Y'all should have somebody just for the provisional ballots and to show people how to fucking fill it out. But it's like, y'all don't even let people know that's available. And it's black people who <laughs> work me. in those fucking things. It, it is. ain't white people no, that's it doing that. That's us. It is. Because oh, even the, black people. the voting system was different. Like, the screens. I was accustomed to the old voting pool. That's what I said. I told the lady. She was like, those machines were old. I said, well, them the ones I was using. Because right. I had to have her come in here to kind of show me. Yeah, no, because it, it was a lot. And it's a lot on the screen. Girl, niggas, I almost voted for fucking Bernie Sanders. <laughs> why is still, Bernie still on here though? Because they trying to fuck us up. They are, and they gonna have to figure that voting shit out by November. No, that was a shit show. That was definitely a shit show. But I'm saying, and so like even like places like voting polls, we should definitely like you know take a day, a day out of our fucking lives to go there and help. They need some young people. This old lady, it was like a younger lady when she was older than myself and the older lady and then she was like getting people's name and then you're having the older lady fucking uh right look for the shit it should have been vice versa you should have been taking her name and telling her the name so you could be moving fast and then the same way they got computer fucking things you need to have fucking computer screens for when i come in and check in so all you gotta do is type in williams marquisha boom it comes the fuck up because why you got me going through hundreds and hundreds of pages and then they can't even see and shit. They go past you. They might tell the lady it's right, it's right there. That's what I said. She was like, I said, boom, because I seen my signature. Right, I'm like, it's right there. Come on now. But, we, like, as a, but the thing is, we are the next generation. We've been. Yeah. So as a team, like, my girlfriend, Steph, shout out to Steph, Stephanie Nicole. She uh, did a food drive in West Philly. 
two days ago. It was what? like that the produce everybody eats. It was called Everybody Eats. Was she, that on Parkside? It was. It wasn't. I don't, I don't think it was on Parkside, but she had like food. She had meals that she prepared. Her and another chef. There was like toiletries. It was everything she had in West Philly. She they doing one in North Philly. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Steph. Like I found out about it so late because I'm like, girl, you should have told me. I would have had juice. Like literally made hundreds of juice for free, giving it out to the community. But what her next event? So we see we can do something. She's she posted. I'm gonna tag you in her stuff, and then we can go there. We can we gotta yeah, get some Mucha out of podcast shirts. Same so guess donate some cases of water or something. Facts. Yeah, send her uh you send her a couple of dollars. That's what we did. Send her money if you couldn't make it, send her money as a friend. I'm gonna definitely do that because I didn't even know that. Yeah, she would have definitely went and got me old nasty plates. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches that sell these platters in this city. Now before we wrap it up. That macaroni that, is old. No, okay. So but let's before we wrap it up, because we weren't going over our schedule time. These braiders oh child KK. talk about it these philly braiders talk about it these philly braiders talk about it. oh my god granted the girl who did my hair is amazing i need to plug her in right now because first of all be clear they all can braid really well no she was professional her prices these bitches was charging you 200 plus dollars with, with no, no hair. hair with no hair i was getting my braids done for a hundred dollars before this covid shit for some knotless braids mm-hmm. you know i've been wearing knotless girl three hundred dollars three hundred dollars and they don't include no hair and you gotta make a deposit and you had to make a deposit and then they were like canceling on you and they was canceling on you and the deposit is non-refundable it's like do i gotta call my bank this girl shay butter on instagram she did my braids shay s-h-a-y-e-e butter Shout out to Shay. She really, like, we didn't know each other. I was referred to her. She took me in. She squeezed me in quick. She provided the hair. Going there, we both were professional. We both wore a mask. I wore a mask for half the time. I'm even going to sit here and say, I'm not sitting in this house. Can't fucking breathe. But, like, she was, like, we talked about it. Because I'm like, yo, what's some people trying to, like, rape, rape people? And I'm not saying you shouldn't charge your price. Your price is your price. Josh, the do Sasha on it. He charges what he charges. But what I'm saying is, you know that, like, there's a shortage of hair. You know that people are not working. Why are you taxing? And why are you being so fucking unprofessional? Yeah, unprofessional, like. The one girl was doing, uh, they said she was doing uh, knotless braids. And she did do a good job, but you got me sitting on the lawn chair. Mm-hmm. Stop playing in my face, mamas. Got me in front of the refrigerator. With your badass kids touching my damn leg and a stuff. A girl. Asking for juice. Listen. These Philly Raiders were really out here wilding. Like, I could not yeah. believe it. It was so hard because, like, I was going to this one girl, and right when COVID had started, she played me. She, like, one thing about me is I'm a loyal person. Like, I go to Dell. Dell does my hair. That's my friend. He's going to do my hair when it comes to sew-ins, weaves. That's what he specializes in. I'm not going to him for braids because he does not specialize in braids. Right. So, I'm willing to find somebody where it's like, yo, I fuck with her. She braids, and then I recommend them. So, this one young girl, she braids fast, and she braided me. And I'm like, she can braid. You played me. Then I took you and your fucking assistant. You played me. I went to her. I went to her house. I took out like the crown because she. I was just like, I want to touch up. She's like, all right, come at this time. We. I went to her like more than once, so I didn't have to send a deposit. Get to her house. Why she don't answer the door? Mind you, I'm out here with the middle of my hair with braids. Child with the back end. With the back. Child. <laughs> So then I'm like texting her and calling her. She doesn't read my fucking my messages. So then I see like her daughter pop up 
and she goes inside so my girlfriend was like go knock on the door I said I'm not chasing nobody for my bread like I'm not chasing you down and do my fucking hair so then the next day I still had left I didn't take the rest of my hair I'm like you know what if I don't hear from her I'm gonna take it out she was like I'm so sorry my son had my phone which was a lie because I already did some old crazy shit and text her off of another phone but she was like my son had my phone I can like fit you in I'm like okay well what's your availability never text me back get cancelled that's that and everybody that I refer to you but it's not just an isolated event that's how all of them kind of get a little bit to an extent the majority of them stop overbooking yourself overbooking and like they be wanting deposits and you know like some of them will have a style seat and you look at the calendar it's like how you taking my deposits and you don't have no free day no free day until July like everybody I love this girl really shade really squeezed me in I, I booked on that Thursday. She was like, come Tuesday. And, like, I was cool with it. And then the day of, it was a little mix-up. And she was like, can you come later? I'm so sorry. When I got there, she was very apologetic. Like, I'm so sorry. I don't want you to think that I was playing you. And I was like, girl, no, I was cool. I was a little hungover. But, like, the fact that she was, like, professional, apologetic. And I'm like, yo, I will refer you. Even if she couldn't bring like that, and she can, I would have re- re- referred people just based on, like, her how she was, her professionalism. So it's just like I'm really disgusted with y'all Philly bitches, and then y'all was y'all was the main ones out here fucking looting. <laughs> they was the main ones down there listen, at Sunray Beauty on Germantown and Lehigh. Listen, let me tell you something. Selling that pack hair it wasn't even it fucking was looking. A way. lot of people looting. A lot of people. I'm walking. I'm jogging. And it down wasn't there. all kids either. KK, I'm jogging. And niggas like got hair for sale. Nigga, keep your fucking uh, um out tray. Purple pack. They say purple pack with it. KK, they was really easy, but really out here. Every time I run and got hair for sale, nigga, I got my hair in braids. First of all, who is buying a 10-inch short? 10-inch short. But they wanted to give me a cap. They was really, yo, I seen a girl running up Lehigh Avenue with three wig mannequins. And then the Josh was telling me, he's like, you know that they be gluing the mannequins head down so they can't even take the wigs off. So they were running with the mannequins, right? And then they glue the mannequin wig down so you can't take it off when you're in there. You can't take it off. I'm like, yo, these people are really wild. And, like, the city really showed they fucking ass. Yo, Philly's response to this, it was like, it was we hilarious. really turned up, we but really it was did. really funny shit in You know, you follow that little girl, Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you see Meatball coming out of Rainbow? What they call her mom? So they said she's Meatball. They got a name for her mom. I, I think it was, like, cheesesteak or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Meatball, but I was following her because she was entertaining. She's, mind you, that girl looks like, is really funny. She looks like she's 50, though. Like, she's 40 about years. 17. She's about 17. That's so sad. And I really need her, like, honestly, like, this is no shade, sis. I really want you to get your shit together. You are a pretty young girl. Stop with all that smoking that fucking weed because she looked fucking bad. But Meatball was selling the hell out of whoever was Louis. She was, she was charging them to post it. She had fucking Balenciagas. She had J's. She had forces. She had clothes. She got a thousand mink lashes. <laughs> Yo, Meatball was hilarious. First of all, she was crawling out of a broken glass window. The rainbow on part side. Not the rainbow. Yes. What the did rainbow. she have like the a shot on her? What is it called? The the key mark. The key mark right? over her head. Dog. Mm-hmm. Meatball played. Meatball played. And other Philly news. You follow Rocky? Um, the rapper. Mm-hmm. No, you know I like Rocky. Lying? No, but she was buying loot. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what else would you expect? But she was beefing with this girl. Not beefing, but Rocky's really like, I really fuck with Rocky. Rocky really needs to get a deal and really like blow up. She really can rap. And not too many bitches can really rap. But um, she was online beefing with some girl named Michelle. Michelle's like the female version of a fucking, uh, what is his name? He had like a, what, his A-Town. 
Okay. So Michelle was on there arguing with her with live, and she was like, uh, this is Philly news, so only if you're in Philly, you know. She was like, I ain't slow, Rocky. Rocky was like, well, bitch, you ain't fast. Oh when I tell God. you I was fucking hollering. Oh, my God. You got to follow up when that is hilarious. Like, they really be beefing. They be like, meet me on 4th and Lehigh. Rocky be pulling up. They don't be there. Then they be outside, sweating, like, fighting the air, talking about this how they going to knock Rocky out. Like, when I tell you I be in here dying. Oh, my gosh. As long as they keeping it cute on the internet. And, they and I think it all fighting. is just, yeah, they ain't really fighting. They ain't really fighting, child. But uh, the Phillies response to it. Did you see the young boy wearing the cap hat, the cop hat, in the mask? Dog. They was like, no wonder Philly under fire. We got a new captain in town. Oh they was God. really showing the fuck out. The it's just like Philly's whole response to it has been historic facts. Definitely like some shit that like I'm gonna look back. The at young boy was riding a horse. The young boy was yo. yo. Why did they take the horse? The young boy was riding the shit. He was riding the shit on that horse like he knew how to ride a horse. That shit was hilarious. Nah, that shit. I really. I still be trying to look for some funny shit on online. Yeah, some of it is funny. Yeah. If it's not heartbreaking, it's like mm-hmm. a mix of. But I think, like, like I said, I've been having chicken through the pressure. I think we gotta find some humor in everything that's going on. And that's the beautiful thing about black people that we can find humor in a lot of these things. Right. Because we're a vibe. We've been a vibe for crying. We've child. been a vibe. So that's really it when I post this I'm actually going to post like some link on our page for some books for people who want to be educated on a more serious note on like you know what's going on what's going on how to like things that we've been through as African Americans how to help places where you can donate all that good shit we'll post in our description below and on our Instagram at Chow. The podcast. the podcast that's our instagram yeah we child the podcast mm-hmm. you can follow jehovah thickness because she's messy if you want to follow me for just being a bad bitch her running stats my no actually yeah i'm in this run 100 mile run group for the month of june i swear i thought you was biking kk's out here time. was playing with me thinking i'm I not putting like, miles up be riding with fucking because i was putting up some miles no bitch i'm yes. riding on these calves <laughs> these calves are about to break so do you like drive to a starting point i run then- from here Oh shit! So I'll start you here. I run from here. Great, get on the sub, bitch. So, <laughs> no, and, because like I like to 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 well, track I'm not my. For nothing. It's a straight shoot. If you go, I'm not running me. straight though. So I'll run from here to Gerard, Gerard down to like uh, Kelly Drive, and then I'll do Kelly Drive, and then I'll run back. But I'll run the whole Kelly Drive, Schuylkill Parkway. Um, I think it's called Schuylkill Parkway, and then I'll run back. So I don't be want to drive there because then it's like cutting into my miles. But I'm in a, um, a run group. Shout out to my boy, Paul. It's called Free Smoke. He did a challenge where it's like um, run 100 miles in June. Somebody already, it's what are we, six days in, seven days in? Someone finished. Oh, shit. How many of y'all in the group? It's like over 100 people. Oh, but I'm top 10 and I'm not number 10. Okay. Letting them know. The thing is, like, I can really, like, I really be turning up on niggas. Like, it's really when it comes I to this. I want to get one of them blue bites. How do you do that? I don't know. The blue, you see the blue. I think you gotta just put your credit card in. Oh, ain't getting my credit. Yeah, but like I was gonna bike too. That's something you should do too. Like especially on like a Monday or something. I want my own fucking bike to be honest. They're high. Don't. I've been looking for bikes. They're high. Like seven hundred, twelve hundred dollars. You can go get a bike out of Walmart with a basket on it that's heavy as hell to ride. I got a bike out in my hallway. Shout out to Iris. She did. She uh, customized it. But it's not like I need like for me. I want a fitness bike to where it's like I can utilize that as a workout. That bike, the chain be popping. Oh shit! The chain be popping. I be up the hill. The chain be popping. I don't know how to put the chain back on, so now I gotta walk back I home. Throw a bike in the chain. <laughs> the chain over. be popping and everything. So, but yeah, shout out to Paul for the free smoke challenge. It was a way to get people out, up and out. 
of the house to be active you can walk it's not just running i choose to run but a lot of my friends are walking their miles um a lot of them are walking six plus miles and i commend them on that because that shit takes too long for me i got a job like i'm i'm too antsy and i take too much shit to amp me up i'd be in here on that pre-workout to give me energy to, to oh you'd be on that lit i'd be on that lean lit <laughs> I'd be on lit, though. I'd be on that lit, though, to give me energy. So, But I'm actually, in the month of July, I'm going to start a challenge amongst my friends. Because I really do only follow the leaderboard amongst people that I'm really close with. Right. So I'm going to start a challenge just for us to get active. Like, I feel as though I need to do something more. Y'all all know I'm, I'm interested in being active. And I care about health and the way we're eating or we're drinking. So it's like, I'm going to do something with Juice John. That's my juicing business to where I'm going to um, create a challenge and then come up with, like, some prize or whatever. I'll figure it out. I haven't came up with all the details yet. And a little package for, the, you know, whoever does the most miles or whatever I figure out. But, yeah, this episode was really good. I'm excited. I'm happy that we're back. We back. Talking about some real shit. For once. And I know we've been talking about that real facts. shit. Facts. We've been giving that shit up. Been giving that too. You know so. Um... Yeah, so all our information will be on our page for any research, any places to donate. We'll be posting KK's on the page right now. So when it's messy, you notice KK. It's, um, it is messy, but I'm cleaning it up. Thanks for listening to us, guys. I really appreciate it. We'll be back. Yeah. Peace out. Bye.